sure to go. All right, let's go ahead and stand together. You need to stand up for this anyway. We're going to talk about the fast. Everybody say the fast. Um, and that starts uh, Tuesday evening at sundown. So uh, it's going to go three days and three nights. And I have, uh, this will be really good, helpful information for you. Uh, those who are going to be doing this. And the things that we'll be fasting over on the back side of this at the bottom, we're, we're believing God for breakthrough in our personal lives, renewed passion, renewed vision, focus. We're believing God for, for renewed commitment. Somebody say amen. And then also breakthrough where the advancement of the kingdom of God is concerned. We want to believe God for real breakthrough in that. And then also breakthrough every stronghold of the adversary and breaking down every lock that is high. We've talked a lot about that. Every lock that is high and seeing those things pull down so that we can have an open heaven. These are prayer focuses during this time. And then also breakthrough for revival, for souls, for deliverance um, of the captives. And specifically, we're believing God, you know, to move, you know, uh, through this fast to see him give some mighty and some powerful deliverances for people that are bound, especially to immorality, this, this transgender thing that goes on, the uh, homosexuality and so forth. We want to see the power of the Holy Spirit move and set those people free in Jesus' name. And so I encourage you, you can get one of those on the back table as you're coming in back here. Um, it just gives you some things about Isaiah 58 and about fasting that will help you understand and help you to get focused in. But I encourage you to fast. It will change your life. Amen. Um, somebody said, well, what are we fasting? Well, I'm going to be fasting food. Okay. Uh, I'm encouraging you that if, you, uh, if you're a diabetic or, or whatever, if you have medical issues, that you should really watch what you're doing and, and, and pay attention to what's going on in your body. Um, and somebody said, well, what can I drink? You know, I think that that's between you and the Lord. You know, you pray about that and ask the Lord to lead you. Also, if you're addicted to cell phones or if you're addicted to the Internet, it's a good time to turn it off and push it to the side. And I think that, you know, during your fast, you should unplug and give that time to Jesus. Amen. Give it to him and focus in. What time that you would normally spend on the Internet, spend it with Jesus. Spend it with the Lord. And, uh, you know, God will honor that. And you'll come through on the other side of this thing. And fasting is not easy. You know, your belly's going to growl. You're going to be hungry. Look at your neighbor and say, I know I'm going to be hungry. And uh, you're going to have to, <laughs> you can think about, don't, don't even think about what you're going to eat when you come off of it. Amen. Just get focused in and just forget it. Say, I'm forgetting about food right now. It'll be a lot easier on you when you go through it. Um, and so if there's any wrongs that need to be made right, make those things right. Whatever you need to repent of, you draw close to God. Focus absolutely upon him. Church is going to be open every day. Um, in the evenings, we're going to be here starting at 6 o'clock to probably 7.30. The doors will be open. We'll be here for prayer time if you want to come by and pray. And I encourage you to do that as well. So we are looking forward to this, praise God. I know it's going to be a great time. Um, I'm looking forward to the end result. 
Somebody say the end result. Amen. So let's do this thing, and I know God will move and give a great, great breakthrough. We're calling it a breakthrough fast. And so we're going to see great breakthrough in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, hallelujah. Amen. That's it. Well, let's pray and invite the presence of God today. Can we do that? Father, right now in Jesus' name, we just come before your throne. We thank you, Father. We know that you're alive and on the throne, and we just ask now, God, that you move on every heart and every life. We pray that every need will be met today, that, God, every sick person will be healed. We pray that you reach out through the airwaves today. Work miracles, oh God. Show yourself strong on behalf of your people. We pray, Lord, that every stronghold will be pulled down. And, Father, every work of the adversary undone. Set the captive free. Oh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, we just say come and have your way in the midst of us today. We say we're hungry for you, God. God. We're hungry for your presence. We're hungry for your touch. And we need more of you, Jesus. And just ask you, fill this place with your presence, God. Fill this house with your sweet aroma, Lord God, as we worship you and magnify your name together. And everybody said amen. Come on, give him some praise. Let's come down to worship him today. Let's worship. Amen. I invite you.
Peace, not as the world gives, but as the Father gives. He's given peace this morning in every situation. Oh, he is Jehovah Nissi and he's fighting our battles. Amen, let's declare that. Jehovah Nissi fights our battles. Jehovah Nissi fight your 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 battles. Jehovah Jireh meet your need. Jehovah Rapha heal your body. Jehovah Shalom be your peace.
that you are Lord to the glory of the Father. You are Lord. You are Lord of all. You are Lord of all. Our enemies have to bow before you. Every situation has to bow before the Lordship of Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. Has to bow. Have to bow. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are the provider. You have provided healing and deliverance and healing. You have provided all that we need. We know it's your will that we prosper and be in health. We speak that health forth. We speak health and healing forth into everybody in this name, in his name. Health and healing. Health and healing. Just receive that.
There's a day coming when the glory of the Lord will be released in this place. In a measure that we have never seen. His glory is going to fill this house. His glory is going to fill this place. And we will be that light on a hill that will not be hid. We bless your name, Jesus. We bless your name, Jesus.
Yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, Lord. Your breakthrough. Breakthrough. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 the day of visitation. It's a, it's a time for those who will attune their ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. For surely He is moving like a mighty rushing wind, moving upon you with power and great glory. But He would say unto you, He that hath ears, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying. And then move with that spirit. Move with that anointing. Yeah, guard up the loins of your mind. Guard up your loins and run before the chariot of the Lord because the rain is coming in <laughs> flooding torrents and abundance. Yes. And it's going to rain, 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 rain. The heavens are broken open and the deep is given up and you're going to walk in the power and the glory of the Lord <laughs> because yes, this Lord. says the Lord is yes. breakthrough. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then the Spirit of the Lord would say to you on this wise, Anna the king of Tayaloto, Leva the Sayalot, no name, no, Lake, Tasa, Yote, Ketera, Sotoleme, Labo. This is the hour of my power for those who will be willing to step into that hour of my power. For thus says yes. the Lord God, I have heard your prayers. I have seen those that you prayed about and I am going to rain upon you and your harvest is going to bring forth and it's going to overtake you. I said the harvest is going to overtake you yes. because of my yes. word and because of my mm. promise. Is the Lord. Yes. Woo. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Somebody say breakthrough. <laughs> say breakthrough. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Come on, give him some thanks right now. Give him some praise. He's worthy. He is worthy. He's worthy. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody say, He is worthy. He is worthy. I know I got to blow this. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Breakthrough. <laughs> Breakthrough. 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 Come on. Breakthrough. Come on. Breakthrough. You need to break through with your praise. That's what the Holy Spirit said. Break through with your faith. Break through with your praise this morning. Break through. Shout at the wall so it'll come down. Yes. Hallelujah. Shout for the Lord has given you the victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Some of you need to verbalize that. You need to still do it. It's out of my belly. Out of my spirit, man. Victory. weapon is praise. Did you know that? Your greatest weapon is praise. Your greatest weapon is praise. Your greatest weapon is praise. Your greatest weapon. Yes, Lord. Uh-huh. Your greatest weapon. Your greatest weapon. Listen, you remember that old song? up against the struggle that shatters all of your dreams and your hopes have been cruelly crushed by Satan's manifested schemes and you feel the urge within you to submit to earthly fears don't let the faith you're standing in seem to disappear praise the Lord come on praise him he can work through those who praise him Praise the Lord, God in the habits, praise, praise the Lord, for the chains that seem to bind you, serve only to remind you that they'll drop powerless behind you when you praise Him. <laughs> uh, listen, listen. Now, Satan is a liar, and he likes to make us think that we're paupers when he knows himself. We're children of the king, so lift up the mighty shield of faith for the battle it must be won. We know that Jesus Christ is risen, so the work's already done. Praise the Lord. He can work through those who praise him. Praise the Lord, for God in the habits praise, praise the Lord, for the chains that seem to bind you serve only to remind 
behind you that they'll drop powerless behind you when you praise him. Now give him some praise this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. My God, that thing's high. <laughs> Woo! Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. See, your adversary does not expect you to shout out a praise when you're facing the battle or when you're under oppression. The last thing that you want to do is shout it out because you feel like you got a clamp around your spirit and around your throat so that you can't say it. But if you just shout, <laughs> I said, if you just shout unto the Lord. See, you got to defy your flesh. Deny your flesh, defy your flesh, and do what the enemy tells you not to do. Look at somebody say, I am going to be free. I am not going to be bound. I'm going to be loosed and liberated. I'm not going to be held back. My shout belongs to me, and I'm going to release it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise him. Praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise him. Yes, Jesus. He is worthy. He is worthy. Listen to me. We can go to the ball game and we can shout to the top of our voice. We can go watch those cars run around the track and come back hoarse. We can shout and stuff on the television and I guarantee you some people were screaming at the TV watching the Super Bowl the other night. We can shout at one another. Well, why can't we shout against our enemy with some praise to God? Because when my shout goes out, I said when my shout goes out, the walls begin to fall. I said, when my shout goes out, the walls begin to crumble. They begin to fall when I begin to release my praise to my Father in heaven. Hallelujah. Oh, this house, this house, this house belongs to him. And I got a shout in here that belongs to him. Come on now. I'm going to raise up a shout to the Lord. I'm going to raise my praise to the Lord. I'm going to shout, 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 shout. I'm going to shout to the Lord. I'm gonna shout, 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 shout. Shout to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, somebody praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Woo! <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what? You don't shout. You don't listen. We don't shout after the after the enemy has left. Our shout causes him to leave, causes him to leave. That's what it is. Uh huh. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. What is that? What is that? Look what the Lord has done. Mm -hmm. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Okay. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Come on. Look what the Lord has done. Look 
what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He touched my mind. The Lord saved me just in time. And I'm going to praise his name. Each day he's just the same. Come on and praise him. Look what the Lord has done. Come on. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Come on. He healed my body. He touched my mind. The Lord saved me just in time. And I'm going to praise his name. He's saying he's just the same. Come on and praise him. Look what the Lord has done. Sing, come on. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. And I'm going to praise his name. Each day he's just the same. Because you want to do it. Hallelujah. <laughs> See, that's that voice of that lion we were singing about this morning. Get that lion woke up on the inside of you. Get him woke up in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Lay hands on the person beside of you and ask God to touch him in Jesus' name. Pray for him. Say, Lord, fill him with the Holy Ghost. Baptize him in fire. Overflow him with your presence, Lord. Let the joy of the Lord rise in them in Jesus' name. Father God, let them be strengthened today. I put the blood of Jesus upon their life. And I'm asking. 
asking you right now, God, to touch them by your spirit. Breathe upon them today, Lord. I bless them. I bless them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. in here somewhere I might as well give this to you right here and now because I'm not going to be able to preach this I got to give you a few a few pointers this morning just hang out with me in the Bible in 2 Kings chapter number 4 there's a great woman she's wealthy and she's barren and the Bible said that Elisha passed by often and that she began to discern him and she went to him one day and she began to constrain him that means she laid hold on him. She almost seized him and said, look, I want you to come and I want you to eat with us today. And the Bible said that he agreed and he turned in. And then she began to talk to him and she said, listen to me, because she discerned the anointing that was upon him. See, one of the things that's happening this morning is you're beginning to discern that anointing, that yoke-destroying, burden-lifting anointing of the Holy Ghost. And you understand, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. This woman had something that was grieving her down in her heart and had been there for, for years. And so the prophet of God turned in. She began, she discerned who he was. She told her husband, she says, honey, she said, I perceive that this is a holy man of God. And she says, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's build a, a room for him up on the top of the house. And let's put a chair and a table and a, and a candlestick inside of that. Let's, let's do that for him. And then as often as he wants to, when he comes by, he can turn in. And you know what the Bible said? That Elisha, when he passed by, that he came in and he laid down. I like that. You know why? Because you don't want God to just come and go. You want him to stay at your house. I want the anointing to stay in my house. Yes, I do. See, what I'm telling you this morning is this, that you have to discern the anointing that's able to give you the breakthrough that will destroy the yoke, that will lift the burden. you got to understand that this is a holy moment in God this morning. And while the Holy Spirit is present, we got to reach out and take hold of what the Holy Spirit is offering to us right now, right here. Somebody say yes. He came and he laid down. And he came again and he laid down. And he came again and he laid down. And one day as he was there, he looked over at his servant Gehazi and he said, Gehazi, he said, yes, master. He said, you know, this woman's been mighty good to us. Wouldn't it be nice if the Holy Spirit said, I love going to Harvest Worship Center. I love being with those people there. I love worship that they give unto me. I just want to do something good for them. I want to tell you goodness and mercy are falling right now like rain. The Holy Ghost is present in fire and anointing and power. And the Bible said, somebody say, the Bible said. He said, what can we do for this woman? And he said, you go call her and you get her to come in here. She comes and she stands there and the prophet looks at her and he says, woman, you've been mighty good to us. What can we do for you? You know, can I talk to the king? 
for you on your behalf. No. Can I talk to the commander of the armies so that they can chase every enemy out of your life? No. She said, I live among my own people. See, she understood being the seed of Abraham, being part of that Issachar tribe. Come on, somebody. She had a discernment about her because if you understand anything about the sons of Issachar, they had a great, keen, discerning spirit about them. And she had discerned, I don't need an army. I don't need the king. I need that anointing that is upon your life. I need that to work for me. Somebody say, I need the anointing. The anointing is simply the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. When his presence comes, hell bows, hell runs. Demons phone and tremble. Sickness is gone in Jesus' name. When his presence comes. Now listen. What can we do for you? And Gehazi was quickened by the Spirit. All of a sudden he speaks and he says, she's barren and she doesn't have any children. Doesn't have a son. Nobody to carry on the scene. And he said, you go call that woman again. The Bible said that she came and she stood in the door. That door represents the door of your opportunity. The door of breakthrough. The the door of prophetic revelation. And she stood there and the prophet of the Lord looked at her and said, woman, about this time next year, God is going to give you a son. And she said, don't you lie to me. Don't lie to me, man of God. Don't tell me that. See, he touched that tender spot in her heart that was empty and void because she wanted a son really bad. But she made up her mind. I'm going to worship my God. I'm not going to really expect him to do anything for me. I'm not, I don't even know how he's going to bless me, whatever. But I know one thing. I know that the anointing is going to work on my behalf and ain't no devil going to stop it or take it from me. She had constrained him to stay. He had came and laid in that house upon that bed. He had called her and she had stood there in the doorway. A lot of us this morning are standing in the doorway of the greatest miracle in our lives that we could ever think possible. Listen, that's the place of dreams and visions. When you stand in the doorway, she had a dream in her heart. Oh, I want a son, but I'm scared to ask for a son. I want a son to carry on the family seed, but I dare not even ask for that. I know that there are many things that could possibly happen if I have a son. But I, God, when the man of God called her, he says to her, woman, about this time next year, you shall bear a son. And the Bible says, somebody say, the Bible said, the next year, the next year she gave birth to a son now listen when the child had grown up a little bit the Bible said there came a day somebody said there came a day that the child fell because of a sunstroke he was out in the fields of his daddy daddy said get him up and take him to his mama they gathered the child up and took it to its mama. Mama took it, put him on her knees and held him to about noontime, which is the time of the change. Things shift at noontime. And as she's holding him there, her dream dies on her knees. See, a lot of us sitting here right now, we got a lot of dreams that have died. 
See, this is the word of the Lord this morning. Now listen to me. We got a lot of things that have died. This is something that's crushing her. You got to understand the moment that she's in. She'd already said, don't you lie to me, man of God. Don't you dare lie to me. But she understood when God gives me something, he's not the one that's going to take it away from me. She understood, hey, if God blesses me, then my God is not going to turn around and curse me because things haven't changed here. I've still got my little boy and he's on my knees and he's dead. But you know what she never said? He's dead. Now listen to me. This is so important because there's a lot of things right here that we're talking about this morning that can go haywire. Maybe your kid's on dope. Maybe your child's in an illicit relationship. Maybe your marriage is on the rocks. Maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you're in the most difficult season of your life. Maybe you're under a depression like you've never had before. Maybe things are just at odds in the family. There seems to be so much division and so much, so much that's going wrong and, and haywire. See, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to have to hold steady in the faith. Come on, somebody say, hold steady in the faith. God help me. She was holding the child, so she's, she, when he passes away, when he's on her knees, and when he faints, I'll put it that way. She sends word to her husband. She says, have me, a, have me have some donkeys and get, get me a, 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 a wagon and, and things and have the servants bring them to me. I'm going to see the man of God. See, this is what I'm telling you. That man is, is a type of the Holy Spirit. He's a type of the Father God in heaven. What I'm telling you is that when you get in trouble, you need to run to him. Come on, somebody. You need to run to God. You need to run to the one that is the giver of the dream to begin with and the giver of the promise. The Bible said that she saddled those up and she rode. She got her servant. She said, go and don't you slack your hand. Give it everything you've got. We're going to the man of God. She drove to where the man of God was. Now get this. The prophet is looking out through the fields and the hills and he sees her coming at a distance. Yonder comes that Shumanite woman. Something ain't right. How many understand that God understands our thoughts are far off? He knows. He can see from a distance anything that goes on with us. Now listen to me. Listen to me. When you enter a level of anointing and blessing, it's always met by another level of attack that comes against you. Because the devil does not sit by while you're enjoying your blessing. He wants to do something to try and destroy it because he's come before to kill, steal, and to destroy. But she understands. I didn't ask for this blessing. God gave me this blessing, and I'm not going to settle for any devil taking it from me. She rode to where the man of God was. Somebody say, she went to the man of God. He saw her coming at a distance. And so when she comes, the Bible said that she ran and leaped and wrapped herself around his feet. You know, that's the best place to be is around the feet of Jesus. Somebody say amen. She wrapped herself around the feet of Jesus. Gehazi ran and grabbed her, tried to pull her off. He said, leave her alone. Her soul is vexed within her. 
something has happened and the Lord has not revealed it unto me. See, there's sometimes that when you go through your own deep, dark shadow of death in life and when you're going through things that nobody else understands, places that you've never been, you may not get a prophetic word. Nobody may speak an encouraging thing to you. But I will say this to you. Your God knows exactly where you're at. And he knows exactly how to give you the breakthrough that you need in life. He's not limited. Somebody say he's not limited. My God, I love this. And so she's around his feet. And he's asking her, he's already sent Gehazi, how, how's your husband? Is he all right? Yes, he's okay. Everything is well. How's everything? Everything is well. How's your son? All is well. Amen. What is she saying? I understand that the same faith that brought my miracle into my life is going to be the faith that causes me to hang on to that miracle in Jesus' name. Devil, somebody say, devil, you're not getting it. You're not going to have it in Jesus' name. You will never have your way, devil. You will lose it in Jesus' name. And so he sends Gehazi because she has taken her son and she laid him in the bed of the prophet. See, that's significant. She put him in the place of the origin nation of the promise. Somebody say, always go back to the word. Always go back to the word. That child is laying in that prophet's bed. I want to ask you a question. Who built that chamber? That woman. Who furnished it with furniture? That woman. Who put that bed in there for that prophet to lay on? That woman. And so that child is lying upon that bed. The prophet of the Lord says, okay, you can go ahead. She says, I'm not leaving you. No. I'm not going to leave you because you're the where the promise came from. I told you not to lie to me, and I told you I didn't want this, but you persisted. And my son's laying up there in that bed. Now get this. They ride back. He sends Gehazi ahead. Gehazi is commanded to lay that staff upon the child. And the Bible said that when he laid the staff upon it, that there was nothing that came out. No life, no nothing. The prophet comes, finds out the child is on the bed. He goes up, climbs up on the child, prays for the child. Puts his eyes to its eyes, his nose to its nose, his mouth to its mouth, and he prays. Then he gets up and walks to and fro like I'm walking this morning in the room. What's he doing? I don't think he's silent. I think he's worshiping God. I think he's probably saying you're the giver of life. You're the breath of life. And we need the breath of life to blow into this child right now of this Shumanite woman. I can heal hell and all of its spirit beginning to talk. Oh, Shumanite lady, you're never going to see your son again. That promise is dead. That dream is gone. You need to start looking in another direction. You need to begin to start thinking about something else in life because your promise is gone. And God is not going to do anything about this for you. Isn't that the way that it goes? That when we're believing God, we want our children saved. We want our children delivered. We want them off drugs. We want to see our circumstances changed, our marriage healed, our financial breakthrough come. And doesn't the enemy come and tell us it's your fault? You might as well learn to live with it. You made your bed, live in it. It's just part of life. Que sera, sera. Hmm? Yeah. But she wouldn't let go. 
somebody she wouldn't say she wouldn't let go see I'm encouraging you this morning and God is speaking to some of us and he's saying don't let go don't let go don't let go shout in the face of your adversary and let him know the victory is mine that promise belongs to me you're not going to steal it you're not going to have it you're not going to take it from me you may be the killer and the murderer but there's one that has given me life and given it to me abundantly listen the Bible said that Elisha went over and prayed for the child again and the child sneezed seven times. Seven times. If you were to look up what a sneeze it is, it is an expulsion of something that has crawled up into your air cavity that you breathe life through. When you sneeze, there's a 240 mile an hour burst of wind that comes out of your nose that blows out everything that's obstructing you from being able to breathe. You know what happened when that kid began to sneeze seven times? He was sneezing to the point of completion in God and he was expelling the spirit of death. He was expelling every oppressive work of hell. He was expelling every lie. He was expelling every depression. He was expelling everything that was trying to hold him back in every chain and every rope. He sneezed seven times and guess what? The life of God came back into him. Somebody shout life! life. See, but you can't give up. The next line's what's good. Mama, come and get your boy. Mama, come and get your boy. Hallelujah. See what the enemy wants to do, just like this morning, that heavy thing that tries to get on you, that make you feel down and beat up and overcome and that you don't have any victory whatsoever. That's what the enemy wants out of you because he loves it when people, people are oppressed and beaten down. He loves it when people are sad or when their hope is gone and their faith is low. But what he doesn't expect is when you got a shout inside of you. Listen, when the enemy rears his ugly head to bring something against you, it's an indicator that God is about to bring the greatest breakthrough into your life that you've ever seen. Somebody say breakthrough. Breakthrough. And he gave her that child back. See, we can't let go. I said you can't let go. I said you can't let go. I said you can't let go. Your shout your shout and your praise. Your shout and your praise is your breakthrough. I said, your shout and your praise is your breakthrough. I meet people all the time with their hands down, their faces toward the ground, oppressed and sad and beat up. No praise. It's more than coming down here on a Sunday morning and standing here. It's on a Monday morning when you get up and go to work that you're riding down the road and you're beginning to praise the name of the Lord. It's on Tuesday when you begin to praise him. It's Wednesday when you begin to praise him. And Thursday and Friday and Saturday, it's 365 days a year that you're hanging on to Jesus who's the most important person of your life. Somebody say hallelujah. And I'm not gonna have that stolen from me. 
I want to say right now to this spirit that is in the world that's causing this heaviness and this darkness and this disparageness, it does not matter, devil, what it looks like. What, it, what, what, what matters is that I know that my God is not dependent upon this worldly system or the world or angels or anything else. He only is dependent upon his word that never fails. And if he has spoken it, it's a promise and it will come to pass. Somebody say amen. Somebody say believe. We got to believe. Believe. See, you don't know when that miracle is going to happen. I said, you don't know when it's going to come to pass. It can happen that quick. That's how things change. And so this morning, what I want you to do is what this little lady did. In essence... When he said, is all well with your husband? Is everything okay? All is well. How about your son? Is all, all is well. All is well. See, we sing songs and don't even know what they're about. It is well with my soul. It is well. It is well with my soul. We think we're just trying to get to a place to feel good. Honey, no, that's a lifestyle. I said, that's a lifestyle. That when the enemy gets up and he looks like he's calling the shots, it's for you to understand, no, God gives the last word. God gives the last word. And he's going to have his way. So we're going to sing some more praise this morning. So I want you today, before we're dismissed, I want you to reach down inside of you and get your praise on. Say, get your praise on. Somebody say, get your praise on. And we're going into this fast of the praise. We're going to get in the middle of the fast of the praise. We're going to end the fast of the praise. Hallelujah. And you that are watching my live stream, we thank you for watching today. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And we'll see you Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Amen.